Today, we are joined by Jen Reed. Jen has more than 25 years of product management and engineering experience in cloud networking infrastructure, security, governance, risk, and compliance across both the private and public sector. Jen has also served our country in the U.S. Marine Corps from 1995 to 2000, and again in 2003 during the Iraq War. So first and foremost, Jen, thank you for your service. Once a Marine, always a Marine, right? That's right. I'm a Marine. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, how are you today? I'm great. Fantastic. Well, we are, we are doing this on a, uh, a holiday. So uh, thank you very much for agreeing to record, even though you found out uh, just a couple of days ago you had the day off. So we right. appreciate you uh, being a part of the Executive Leadership Security Podcast. So how do you think your military experience influenced uh, and affected your career? So I grew up in rural Georgia. And so, <laughs> and so from that perspective, I was taught to be quiet as a woman, you know, not really stick out too much. I was always pretty stubborn. So I did anyway. I would be like that Hermione Granger in class, like, pick me, pick me, pick me. Right. And so <laughs> I know that answer. Right. And so like that was always me. But it would also be really hard if I were in an environment where the stakes were high, that someone would not react well to that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when I went in the Marine Corps, what's really interesting is that you're always taught to learn the next job. And so the one job above what you're doing, because one day that's going to be your job. And so it's always constantly evolving and changing. And I had this really great unit that I was part of. The Marine Corps Imagery Support Unit was in Pendleton at the time. And there, I had a great CO. I mean, he was a bit a hard guy to work for, but things would not work. And uh, you got to understand, I was like a Lance Corporal, an E3. I didn't know programming for anything. Like, I was like a, a teletype communicator. So basically was, is like, I was trained to send out these message headers and messages on a basically typewriter in the dark. And I was trained to memorize the message headers. Like that was my job I was trained in, right? Okay, that doesn't oh. exist anymore, so, <laughs> right? That, that, that's what we have a computer for, right? But that's what I was trained to do. But so when I got to this unit, he was like, okay, I want a web page," And I was like, okay, sir. And so then I went and got an HTML book, right? <laughs> We're talking like 1996 here, 97. And I'm like, okay. And so like, I have to figure out how to make a web page. <laughs> and I did, right? And it's like that after that, it would be like, okay, all of, you know, another example, all of the databases, like the database that the imagery goes into that the analysts look at, it was like on that one, it went down. And the contractors, it was a long weekend. We couldn't find them. And we had a big exercise going on that weekend. And then like Major Hansen, which was his, my CEO, looks at me and like my, my gunny was on vacation. So my gunner, gunny Tosh was on vacation. And so he was like, okay, since gunny was gone, you know, one of our other staff sergeants was filling in. And uh, Major Hansen's like, we're all going to leave and leave Lance Corporal Reed to figure out how to bring the database back up. And when she fixes it, she'll let us know. And I'm just like, uh, yes, sir. I didn't know that I shouldn't think that I couldn't figure it out. Right. Uh, yeah. And so that's where that experience, that military experience. And like you're trained in the military to not say, well, I don't know how. It's like, OK, well, that's this is my objective. Right. 
how can I achieve that objective with what I know and what information do I need to go get mm-hmm. to get closer to object to completing it? Right. It's right. like yeah. it's that mindset. I like to call it the enlisted mindset because I was enlisted and we're the, the doers. Right. 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 So like yeah. you have officers who determine what the doers do. But if you really want to so some of you are like, I, I'm going to go to college and do cybersecurity and, and uh, become an officer. And I'm like, yeah, you won't do the cybersecurity stuff. You will be overseeing the enlisted people doing the cybersecurity stuff. So, <laughs> which is still great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you'll be helping making sure they have the right skills, which is still great. And you'll be in like the command level decision making. But you won't be doing the actual right. work, right? Yeah. yeah. And so there's like that huge separation between officer and enlisted. But yeah, like it's always, especially in uh, that mentality of, okay, I'm gonna. This is what you want me to do. I'll figure yeah. out how the hell I'm gonna do that. Absolutely. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think it's it's well said, and we, and we we talk with other people with military backgrounds, and they they do, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Is encourage people. Uh, with even if they don't get experience in the military to look at uh, the opportunity to get into cybersecurity because so many of those underlying skills that you just mentioned, you know, the, the ability to understand what an objective is, understand that it, it's uncomfortable that you won't have all the information, but your job is to go figure out the problem. Yeah. And, um, and how, I, how do I take apart the problem? Yeah. Get closer to figuring yeah. out what the root cause yeah. is, right? Yeah. It's a how can I learn what I need to know in order to make the next step? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think about that in comparison to, and I'll just pick on kids going directly to college. There's sometimes, and, and I'm 53, so I'll pick on 20 somethings as well. Cause I can, I'm 53. I think there's sometimes <laughs> till I have all the information, I can't do my job. And yet the military and the military experience, and I have none, uh, but I just, the way it sounds, it's so, pertinent to exactly what we need to the types of skills that we need in cybersecurity today because we can train people hands-on keyboard but that mindset is almost impossible to teach somebody they have to they have to live it in many aspects so yeah no you have to and it's so important in any sort of computer cybersecurity app security, any of it is like, you're never going to have all the information, mm. right? It, you're never going to. And so how can I figure out what I know? And more importantly, what I don't know, but how do I figure out how to get what I don't know? Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So then I, I can always constantly test my assumption. And it's kind of like doing science on the fly, right? Because my assumption is my hypothesis, right? And so it's like, okay, so what do I think is happening? My hypothesis. And so then it's like, well, how can I test if that's the case? So that's all right. of your tests and your data. Right. So here's what I, here's the different options of what could be happening. Here's my tests. I go run the test, figure it out. Okay. What did I learn? Okay. Next set of guesses, right? Next set right. of hypothesis. Exactly. And it's like that iteration, you know, because it's like when someone is needs to figure out to shell the enemy, right? You don't always know exactly where they are, right? right? And so you have to assume what based upon the information and how yeah. can I test that, right? Yeah. And so each of those things is that you don't always have perfect information. Right. And even if you had perfect information, it's the perfect information in the past, mm-hmm. not the current. And so then you're constantly having to to adapt, right? And so like it's like that being adaptable and thinking and 
learning from your past so that you can be more agile in the future. You know, it's just like, you know, that mindset is just grilled into you, especially if you're enlisted, which is my background, right? But actually to take advantage of that. And uh, so when I got out of the, the Marine Corps, I was going to school on online at the same time, but I didn't go college and then uh, enlist or even when I finished my term of enlistment, I didn't take off time to go to college. My background, I never wanted to be in debt. Let's just be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a great feeling. Absolutely. Just never wanted to have college debt. But what I did, it did help me do is really, and you see this a lot with a lot of enlisted people, is like you want to build on like these skills that you've been given to be more aware, to set reasonable objectives, and then to not need a lot of oversight to complete your job, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need a lot of constant check-in of, okay, I'm not sure this is where I'm at. Can you tell me if I'm doing, like, you can just move. And then when you complete it, or if you get stuck, you know, like from when you were in the military, if you're really stuck, you need to tell somebody, Mm. right? Don't hide it. You know, be honest. I'm watching my language, Marine here. When you mess up, (laughs) you know, tell someone, don't cover it up. The sooner we know, the sooner we can respond, yeah. right? Yeah. Because that's also an important aspect that you won't see all the time as people are, we try to teach college graduates, be, fail fast. Right. People are uncomfortable with failure. Yeah. Well, They're uncomfortable yeah. making mistakes, yeah. but own the mistake. Yeah. And so like part of that is like, I still make mistakes after <laughs> like, you know, 25 plus years, I still make mistakes. But when I do, I tell them to the team. And and so then we all learn from my mistakes, yep. right? But like that mindset is there. Don't cover it up. Just let everybody know and let's adapt with it. You exactly. know? Yeah. Well said. That resonates very much with, with my style as well, for sure. Next question. You know, cybersecurity is not a diverse field. No surprise there. And, and historically, it's not been particularly welcoming to, to women embarrassed to say that, but it's just the hard truth. So what do you think we can do to change that? So I think the most important part of changing it is it really is removing sort of the bro culture when it comes. I mean, like it's endemic within programming in general. And let's face it, I came from the Marine Corps. It's endemic there, right? (laughs) It's like hyper masculinity, right? And I am not a hyper masculine woman. So (laughs) I'm not like I had people saying I should wear a cowbell so you knew I was near them because like they just it just made them feel very uncomfortable speaking like they normally do. But I think that's important also in cybersecurity is we have a very similar culture that's kind of that way, very locker roomy kind of mm-hmm. culture, but one that can tend to make it hard for women or people who are introverted, whether they're male or female. Feel uncomfortable speaking up, like there's a culture of razzing one another, right? Mm -hmm. But some people are really uncomfortable with that. They don't know if you really mean it and like, is it really appropriate? And so just making it so that that you can save that for your friends and at home, right? But really creating an environment where you as leaders own your mistakes, but also call on those people, but not in a, I don't think they know it, but when you think they know the answer to something, 
pull it out of them is so people can see that they're equally and know their stuff. Because the people who aren't talking, the women, other less represented people in groups, like they're more likely going to be uncomfortable putting themselves out there. But don't call them out like when you think they don't know, mm-hmm. but pull it out of them when they do know or you think you can guide them mm. to answer so people can see that they are leaders, too. Right. And That's so set crazy. them up to succeed. Yeah. Right. I say set everybody up to succeed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's how you're tied in the, the military. Set everyone up to succeed. Learn what their weaknesses are and help them get the skills where they're weak. But where they are natural and shine, let that shine and make sure other people can see it too. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Many of the things you said just so resonated with me. Thank you for sharing those things. I, as you were talking, I was just thinking we had Patty Titus, the uh, CISO at uh, Markel, who's also got a military background. And she says, Gene, the number of times I've been invited to a whiskey cigar tasting event, it's like, okay, you know, some women do enjoy those. I don't like, you know, like that doesn't appeal to me. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, inclusive events, you know, I mean, look, there are people that you want to do pizza and video game night. I'm not a video game person. But guess what? At least there's pizza. (laughs) Some bonding over something. Right, right. So I can chat with people that are not playing, right? Because sometimes it's just fun to just talk. And let's be honest, Gene, I'm a talker. So I've actually introverted, but I love security and I love networking. And so like if I get a chance to talk to other people who actually know networking and security and application development, I'm like, I can't shut me up. Right. And so like, where else do I actually have that conversation? Like I'm socially with other people, like another, and they're like, so what do you do? And I tell them I'm a CISO and they're like, so you like do security stuff. And I'm like, yeah. And then they stop talking to you. Right. you know? And it's like, okay. So then you're like, I don't know what to talk about. It's like, Oh, so I do Lord of the Rings. Do you like Lord of the Rings? They're like, that's kind of geeky. And I'm like, okay, so that's off the table. What about Star Wars? Star Trek, Marvel, something, you know, <laughs> it's like, I have nothing, nothing. Search, right? in search of it. I think you just hit on some great points though. And I think that our listeners will really uh, take those to heart. So thank you for sharing those. So, so last question, if you're mentoring somebody and trying to help them break into the field of cybersecurity, what advice would you give them? So it really, I think, is what, as I, I had, a, I had a, a talk with a whole bunch of people at the Cloud Security Association uh, last week in LA, and it's understand why it is security people do what they do in cybersecurity, right? Mm-hmm. And make that your mission. So like for me, it's like not really protecting the network per se. It's about understanding what it is you're protecting right? It's like you're protecting customer data. Okay, that's kind of generic. But it's like, picture your grandmother, or I don't know, your mom or your dad who are not tech savvy, not right. at all, right? Yeah. My mom so is picture not. Them. Right. So picture them, right? Now, someone comes in and steals their data, their PII, their name, their phone number, their credit card, maybe even their social security, mm. right? Because they're all in the same data set, right? right. And now they, they have the ability to steal that their identity. 
how hard is it for them to fix that? It's nearly impossible. Right. Right. Yeah. And so they don't even know how to begin. Yeah. That's your mission. Right. Make sure and that doesn't about, happen. Right. And so then start what where your interest is and what you know something about. Mm. Like you can start in a security operations role, which really is just triaging events, but have that is like why you're doing it. And then learn some of the other skills or as I like to say, there was like 10 years ago where security separated from apps, mm. where security did not spend a lot of time in automation and learning the DevOps skills. But I think there's a chance now that we're moving to cloud for you to actually learn some of those DevOps automation skills to bring it into security and then embed with the app teams. Right. right? Yeah. And you yeah. have such a, a shortage of automation and programming skilled security people, even at entry level, that if you had some of those skills, they don't care if you have a degree. Right. They don't freaking Absolutely. care if you have a CISSP or anything. Like if you have some of those skills and you can get those skills online without paying for them. So if someone's like, take this course for $10,000, do not take that course. Right. <laughs> keep looking. Keep scrolling. Keep, keep scrolling. looking. Right. But get some skills of like learning a little bit of programming in the cloud. A lot of the training is free from Amazon, free from Azure to learn some DevOps, Dev and SecOps on those platforms. And then like there is a plethora of jobs. If you want to go to an office, there'll be op work where you can go to an office. If you don't want to go to office, I'd ever go like I'm in my home. Right? <laughs> but like you can work from home remotely you know you could do both but there's so much flexibility because we have a shortage of skills in all of those areas Absolutely. but they can all speak to that mission of how can i protect my grandmother's data because damn it she's not going to be able to fix it herself exactly and sorry no. for my language no, I, I, well well said jen i think it comes back to something that you your trait comes through in this podcast so much is that that curiosity that tenacity that you had very early in your career in the military that's still driving you today. And uh, I, I feel that. And that, I think that's something for our listeners to understand. It's uh, the obstacles are all there for all of us, whether it's, you know, and number of them, but uh, underlying all of it, the, the level of tenacity and uh, continuing to, to be willing to learn, you know, and, and not lament over not having all the answers or, you know what whatever cards were were dealt to you you know it doesn't matter if, if it you, doesn't right. it's not a <laughs> it race where we all start at the same spot it's just a race you know it's just your own race at any point in time because also like technology is constantly evolving right. so say you've done something else for a while right and you're like well now i'd like to be interested in the cybersecurity thing or this programming thing do it get started like learn some of the basic skills you know, like I said before, we have a shortage of talent Yes. and we have a, a great need. And so whether or not, you know, you're coming right out of college and you got a English degree, right. doesn't matter yeah. whether you came out of high school and you're leery about going to college right away. So you want a job that you can do that's not in the service industry. Yeah. It started. It really doesn't matter, but it's like have that tenacity. And believe in yourself. Right. Like, and that's what I even do for some of my, we worked with uh, my previous employer 
we engaged with second tier state universities in Mexico, right? And so there, the same top 5% of state school in Mexico is the same as the top tier of any college, but they're more regional because they couldn't afford Mm -hmm. to go to Mexico City where it was really expensive, right? right. right? But they're just as smart, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the same everywhere. Like people who really care and really want to know these things and take apart problems, you don't need a degree. You don't need the experience to get started. You just have to have that self-driven passion and don't let anyone tell you you can't. Yeah, absolutely. Right? right. Don't. It's yeah. not true, you know. So we, we have two recent hires. They'll both be guests on the show coming up here, but uh one was a hairstylist for 10 years at a certain point in her career decided she wanted to get in cybersecurity and yeah. and got all the skills she needed and her first job, she didn't, you know, she was an okay job, but she didn't necessarily love it. But uh, now she's here and she's doing fantastic. We have another gentleman that was at Best Buy doing desktop repairs and mm-hmm. uh, spent some money. Um, he didn't take your advice. He spent a little bit of money on some cybersecurity courses, but ultimately those skills did help us help him get a job with us. And we're going to pay for that training now. So, uh, yeah, if there's a will, there's a way because of yep. the shortage. You know, th- there's an opportune time for people to get into our industry. That's right. Awesome, Jen. Well, first and foremost, thank you for your service. Thank you for being an awesome guest. I know you said you're an introvert, but I would never believe that. <laughs> it's only because we're talking about things I love, right? <laughs> talking yeah. about things you're passionate about, and they definitely right. came through. So okay. it was great to speak with you, and uh, thank you again so much for your time. and. And have an awesome rest of the day and a nice vacation day. All right. Thanks. You too, Gene.